the way it is. We're go, we're going to talk about it. We're going to go yeah. through the slate and what he's what he's doing. Um, but there's but, some changes. There's good, bad, and the ugly. Very ugly. I think the biggest challenge is how recent everything is. It's not like I'm rebooting something that hasn't been around since the '60s. These Correct. just came out. All of these yeah. things, these characters, some are still coming out. They're they're still coming out this year that we're going to have to transition through. And so yeah. it's kind of that. Does the audience get exasperated like, oh, it's another Batman, it's another Superman? Because it's one thing right. to be like, it's another Marvel movie, but we're going to a new character or you know, having a sequel to a character that we've grown to love. This is like, you're restarting this character that you've just restarted like three times in the past 10 years. You're restarting that yeah. character again. And it's tough. He might do a really good job, but it's to convince audiences that this is finally, we got it right this time. All those other times we were wrong. <laughs> Well, he does make a good point. Um, I think at the very end of that video, um, he mentions that storytelling is important. It's the key to what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think if you've watched what he has done, he has proven that his storytelling is what makes people talk about the, those films. They come out and they're like, oh my God, you have to see this film. It's, it's great. It's heartwarming. It's funny. It's all this stuff. Um, great characters that they fall in love with. Um, so I think that's what hopefully will happen well people will mm -hmm. go maybe there's some people that are kind of fizzed out by it but they might end up enjoying the story regardless of who the character is that's you know the main character of that particular story yeah no it's hopeful because he also at the end he made the point that he just wants unique takes like all of the different writers and directors they're bringing in and for him to just sign off on these Hopefully it's a really whole bunch of creative stuff. Like he's doing his right. big things that he wants to do, but he's bringing in other people that he signs off on. So hopefully they have similar just storytelling abilities as him. And they, they have a lot to work with. There's a lot of stories in the DC universe. There is. And I think what's nice, and I think it's something that Marvel is doing, and they've kind of done maybe more later in their films, like now, uh, Phase 4 and even some in Phase 3, where they're going back to the, the comic book stories themselves and taking those stories that are already written and bringing them to screen. And I think that's what James Gunn is doing. He's taking some of the classic you know, storylines and story runs by different writers um, that have been well-regarded by fans that have read these comics, and he's going to use those to adapt to screen. Which is exciting because those are very different stories. You know, they're not like the classic, you know, good guy versus bad guy type stories. So I'm interested as mm -hmm. a fan of the comics. Very cool. Well, so. before we get into it, even deeper than we already have, let's well, go over yeah. our socials really quick and then let's jump right into it. So let's check us out over on crossthestreamsmedia.com. You can leave us mm -hmm. a voicemail over there. You can listen to all of our episodes over there. You can do all kinds of stuff over there. Uh, that is crossthestreamsmedia.com if you don't want to go over there you can check us out over on every social media platform except tiktok except snapchat whatever <laughs> except the popular ones yeah except the pop we're hey, on the dying ones we're the old we're people old. ones we're old. <laughs> yeah. we're fine. whatever so instagram twitter facebook mainly twitter so check us out over there if you're listening over on itunes please leave a uh five star rating and review mm -hmm. um the podcast that'd be really really great uh and then what else oh youtube yeah hey if you watch on youtube you can watch us see what's going on in our backgrounds and um i don't know comment along in the <laughs> in the comments we've got friends who are always in the comments and it's really fun and i like the conversations uh and please like the videos it's great uh just like remember it. all of this that we're doing it's free for you it's priceless 
to us. Darn right. Awesome. So hopefully people listen to our upcoming films in 2023 where there are three DC movies coming out. It's going to be Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman. And those movies are still going to come out. James Gunn specifically talked about those. But the biggest of those is The Flash, which is coming in July. And it's going to be The Flashpoint allowing that storyline to essentially let the creative teams reboot the entire DC universe where you have a built-in kind of deus ex machina to reset everything. It's great. It's great. It's also (laughs) something that DC does a lot. Um, Flashpoint was kind of the biggest one. Yeah. But they they do that a lot. They they work on kind of a sliding scale way of doing things at at DC. So you are going to get kind of, you know, the Batman who never really ages much. But sometimes you'll see him in the future as an older Batman, whatever. Um, but it's a way for them to continue with the same characters for for many years. You know, just do the reset. You can tell this, you know, new stories with the same characters. That's what's happening here. And we're going to have a whole bunch of new characters. But we're actually going to looks like keep some actors and characters that we've already have established don't know how that's gonna look (laughs) it's gonna be weird it's gonna look weird so in case you're wondering about kind of the most recent well-performing well kind of critically received and fan received film the batman with robert pattison that's going to continue on in a universe called elseworlds so it's kind of like a multiverse but it allows their creative teams to continue stories that aren't part of the dcu but still use dc characters and it was a smart move to not yes. can that series because people loved it so much um yeah that, that would have been devastating if you had done that and it was a brilliant way to be like hey look we can still have all these other stories but we'll make sure in marketing terms you know tell people in marketing that this is an elseworld story um he seems like he was very keen on keeping everything super focused if it were was to be a part of the actual new dc universe like you will know for a fact that this is that same storyline because it's going to be the same actors voicing the same characters if it's in a cartoon um they're always going to be the same actor for everything it's not going to be like the way it is now where you have different actors playing different characters on tv versus film you have like two different flashes you have five different batman it's kind of (laughs) crazy so that he's going to streamline pretty much everything. I think that was my biggest takeaway of this whole, of the whole thing that he said was he's going to streamline this whole thing to where we don't have this confusion of, you know, Hey, this guy's playing flash, but when you watch the movie, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be totally different, which I think is that pretty much going to wipe out for the most part, the all like they're pretty much going to, X like no not canon all of that old TV stuff like people Correct. love the old Flash TV show I mean oh, wow. I know that it's big Monster of the Week type of thing I tried right. getting into it but Monster of the Week just kind of gets old after a while but um but that's kind of what he's doing is he's nixing everything that's come before in a way and saying hey we're starting over fresh for the most part yeah that's what it seems like there as I said there's going to be some carryover. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. I haven't seen the movie yet, Flashpoint, to see why certain characters will continue on, but I'm sure there will be a point made in that film that will hopefully make sense to us. We shall see. I also like that he said that the film is great. What was he going to say? Like, not True. only well, what else he, you know, say, part right? of a company <laughs> as like a, he's essentially the figurehead to be a pitch man. He's not going to be like, 
So that new Flash movie super garbage, but we were already required to release it. So it kind of helps us out a little bit. Like he was going to say that it was great, obviously. Well, I, I, I do wonder though. <laughs> fantastic. He what? said fantastic about 16 times in his video. <laughs> he's also yeah. said that it was probably one of the best superhero movies he's ever seen. Yes. So, but the oh, thing is, I've heard Flash, this from yeah. a lot of people. It's not just him. Like people are praising this film that have had a chance to see it. Um, which is interesting because we, I think we have been speculating a lot of us have for a long time why they didn't can this film because of Ezra Miller. Like you would think from a studio point, like where you have so much on the line, this is your tentpole big event for your universe, and your main star is in the news like every week doing something just absolutely horrific. Right? Um, why don't to you can it? Right? Like, but. That makes me think that this this has to be a fantastic. I can't think of any other reason why you want to scrap. Would it want to scrap it? Um, it is Andre Machete who is a great director, so I I don't doubt that it's a a, a good movie. Um, but it must be like just that darn good. Like it has to be like the best script. Something in it has to make so much sense that like maybe they had no other way to figure out how to get out of the hole they dug for themselves. I don't know. <laughs> But I, I have faith that it is going to be a good movie. I just kind of wish Ezra Miller weren't in it. Because that's, I mean, that's, that's not a good look, in my opinion. No. Well, and it could be the whole, you know, maybe it's going to be one of those things where, you know, we we lose Ezra Miller to an even better Flash. I don't know. I, I, I'm not a writer, but like, Anything no, could happen. So, could be like yeah. a spy- Spider Verse thing where this guy goes away and we get a. Well, we're still going to have this movie. Like, the movie's been made. It's just done. It's oh, it's already done. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Okay, well, it's been I... filmed and and done, ready to go for a long time. Uh... Anyways, that that that's kind of my one takeaway that I didn't quite like was that they're gonna that they were gonna keep Ezra, and they even have plans to possibly keep him around afterwards after he's Oof. done with therapy. You know, there's some things that I'm okay with. You know, you go to therapy, you become a different person, you deserve a second chance. But there's some things that some people do that I don't think <laughs> deserve that. Like, you can go ahead and have a have a life somewhere else, cleaning dishes or something. Good, <laughs> good for you. But just don't. You don't. I don't think you deserve to be a star in big budget motion pictures. You know what? I've said this about Michael Vick. There's no reason Michael Vick should be in the public eye anymore making millions right. of dollars after right. the horrendous wash things dishes. that he did. Yeah. He That's should fine. Yeah, he can have his second chance washing dishes. He should not okay. have his second chance in the public eye. But <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be it, it's it's well, just going it, to be it's a kind delicate of marketing tactic. Interesting too just with James Gunn at this point, he's a person who recently Disney was like, we're going to cut ties with you due to these unearthed things that you posted about 10 years ago. And Mm -hmm. everyone was like, you shouldn't do that. And because they did that, I'm sure James Gunn at the time thought that was pretty bad for him, career-wise, rep-wise. But if that didn't happen, he wouldn't have went and made Suicide Squad. He wouldn't have got the attention of DC to now have this role. It's really interesting how things have a way of working themselves out where he would have never wrote that script for himself. He never yeah. would have imagined that those points would have led to this, but it's crazy. That's why well, something I think about quite often is that, that being fired by Disney was the best thing to ever happen to James Gunn. Yeah. You don't think wow. that he would be 
doing something else with Disney right now, like in the Marvel universe? Uh, maybe, but I don't know to like that extent. To He's not going to be Kevin Feige, though. <laughs> yeah, I, don't yeah so. I know. Okay, you're right. He is King's <laughs> King of the Kingdom right now with with DC. At least it feels like it. Yeah. Yeah, what he says pretty much good. I, I I know there's some things that he probably can't doesn't have control over. Like I know there were some things that happened before he got there, um, that he didn't have control over. So I'm sure that's why we still have certain you know movies coming out. Whatever. I'm I'm sure. My guess is that he has full control over what new stuff he'll make going forward. But I don't think he had any control over what was already in the can. I think that was the higher ups saying no. We 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 already have enough tax write offs with these other ones. We poo pooed away. Let's release these in theaters and get some money just back. Release it. We'll get some money back. Pretty much. I bet. Yeah, James. Like, all right. I guess I'll have to work around this stuff. So we're still getting Shazam and Blue Beetle and Aquaman two. And I forgot the about Flash. Shazam, even though that's in the news yeah. for all the wrong reasons as well. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. What's your <laughs> nightmare? Wait. What? Hold on. What's going on with Shazam now? <gasps> Oh, the lead actor has been saying some things on social media that he shouldn't have. Like, Zachary Levi, <laughs> yes, dude, he's like, supposed- if you're a star, just don't, don't don't post anything. Like, I don't care I, what you're I, I wouldn't. Don't if I stuff. ever got to superstardom, I'm not having any forms of social media. Hold on, yeah, ever. This- <laughs> Zachary Levi is like supposed to be one of the nicest guys. I can't imagine him mm-hmm. saying anything bad. Wait. We won't discuss it here, but Golly, go really? We are no, it's, a, it's, we it's are... just the, the foot in mouth type of thing where you you just yeah. leave your feet on the ground. Well, this is a bad thing or not? Just put your foot in the mouth while during market. Like you're marketing a new film that's coming out. Like what are you doing? Yeah, even if it's completely strange. out of context and completely incorrect, it's just not the time. It doesn't matter exactly. Yes, yeah, not the right time. Be the PR guy. Sit down and talk to you, to your fans about the film. Don't talk about your personal views. That's fine if you can later, but marketing a film is weird so yeah james gunn has a lot of uh yeah shazam's coming and so the interesting thing about all these announcements is that they're kind of all over the map you have like big title characters like oh we got superman and we got batman and then they're like we're also doing probably things that most people haven't heard of (laughs) (laughs) and it's a nice eclectic mix it really is. It's not something I was honestly expecting, which I probably should have, knowing James Gunn and his love for obscure characters. But I thought if he was going to do a reboot, I thought, oh, it's going to be the Trinity. I thought he was going to go real simple because he already announced Superman like last week. Um, so I thought, oh, he's going to do a simple, you know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman kickstart brand new. All three characters start that way, just like kind of the way Marvel did. And he kind of did that, but then threw in a whole bunch of other eclectic stuff. So I am really pleased with that because he chose some of my favorites. So Okay, I mean, really? Because I'm like, this is a whole nother Guardians of the Galaxy type of so situation. I think we should start kind with Superman of. just because he gave it a date of July 11, 2025. And the entire DC out, Universe yeah. is based on Superman. Their problems, mm-hmm. their strengths and weaknesses, everything is based on Superman. Because he's the guy who started it all for all superhero comics. And he's the guy that gained more and more power because there's so many stories written about him and now you have to make villains that are powerful enough to beat him and then when you have regular city level guys like batman he's not doing anything against intergalactic threats so it's a delicate balance of how do you now portray superman for the modern age especially because he's always the 
you know, he's raised in the Midwest. He has really good, humble values. He's just that really good guy. There's no bad parts about him. And How do you make him for sell. modern era? Right, it's hard. <laughs> so it's really and, interesting and, what he's going to do with this. Well, him especially, because he's not known for running characters like that. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit concerned. I love James Gunn, but I don't know if I would want him writing my Superman. Um, not that he wouldn't have the chops to do a good story i just don't know if it's a good superman story maybe um I, he seems to be hitting the right notes it's all but it's all pretty paint by numbers what he was saying about it like he's talking about how superman wants to uh how he's dealing with you know being both you know you've been here on earth dealing with humanity while also struggling with being a kryptonian like, that sounds like what every Superman kind of deals with in every story we've seen. Um, and then he also mentioned that he's also going to struggle with um, uh, being kind in a world that doesn't really like kindness anymore. This kind of like people are jaded. They don't want, want people to be kind. So I, I feel like he's almost making him to be the captain America of the mm. DC universe. You know, kind of like he, the guy from the past, like, Oh, the people don't like to time. be kind yeah. anymore. A guy at a time. Um, I don't know how that will work. We'll see. Um, I'm curious. I don't know if I'm excited, but I am curious about this one. Yeah, definitely curious. We'll see. Nervous, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Superman does nothing for me. It, it's the same thing with the whole, like, Captain America. You said it, Captain America. Mm. You know, it's the whole, I mean, ha- I, I mean, who knows? Maybe he can change it and make it better. I enjoy super, it... certain Superman stories, but yeah, I think they've gotten to a point where they've almost built him up too much. Like it's, it's too much, whichever said they built yeah. him so strong. and so ridiculous. Um, and you can't backtrack know, like, on anything because there's no, too many can't. diehards. There's too many people who are like, well, you can't oh, do that. Oh, in comic run, whatever Superman's yeah. doing this. How in the movie can't is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so those yeah, guys who ask questions at comic-con panels, Yes, yes. Oh, My question, guy. maybe you remember me? I was here in 2018. Dude, we don't maybe remember, remember you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they have to say, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. How have you been? Yeah, but those How's guys. Mom? How's dad? Yeah. They'll, they'll definitely have <laughs> yeah. problems if they try to change Superman at all. So you have to, it's a delicate balancing act. Uh, yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, him casting Chris Pratt as Superman. That'll be well, fun. Of course. Yeah. yeah, of course. And then yeah. Dave Batista as Lex Luthor. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that'd be pretty funny. Dave Batista, <laughs> it's a serious role. It is a serious role. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Of course, today he just mentioned he wants to be in rom coms now. So, no, he changes, make it into when he wakes up, he changes like, his he mind knows, on what right? he wants to do. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Hey, I think I'd be really good in comedies. Should I go back and do comedies? See, I guess now you have to place bets on who else Michael Rucker will play. He's already played one character, but he got killed pretty quickly in Suicide yeah. Squad. So I'm sure he'll be recast as somebody else, maybe in heavy prosthetics. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, you want to go to that, or do you want to go to who follows Superman? No, no, let's go follow Superman. That's, we can always circle back to things. Okay, so. With DC, there's you have Superman, but there's also Batman. And the one thing that we haven't really seen in live action is the Bat family. And finally, they actually teased it. They're going to focus on Bruce Wayne's son, Damian Wayne, but there's an actual Robin, and it 
lends itself to having other Bat family, which we just haven't seen in live action. Like it's in all the various animated forms of Batman, but they just haven't really looked at it at all yep. when it comes to live action. I mean, we got close with that awful Batman and Robin movie, but we won't talk about that because that didn't really count. Why not? No. Anyways, it is exciting because Grant Morrison is one of my favorite comic book writers, and he wrote and created Damian Wayne, which comes in at a pivotal point for uh, Bruce Wayne, and it's fantastic. So it, I'm excited for people to get to meet this new character, who's one of my favorite comic book characters, because he is an a-hole, and oh, I love it. I love a-holes. So <laughs> he causes havoc in the Bat family. And what's also exciting is that this means we're not going to see a Batman origin story for the millionth time. This is going to be a middle of the road Batman who is older, uh, finds out that he has a son that's already, you know, like 12 years old and had no idea that he existed. And at this point, he already had several other Robins. So they're going to you're going to see Nightwing and you're going to see all the other Robins like Tim Drake that will hopefully show up at some point um, in the universe. So I'm will we though? Will we? Though? I'm assuming so. If they're going to start at this point, I'm assuming they're already established. I don't think they want to keep doing origin story movies. I think they're kind of past that. I would hope like. so. I think so. I'm assuming they'll be established. Yeah, it's over. It's played out. It would be fun because that's the whole fun. That's the fun part about Damien. About Damien is he comes in as this like step kid, pretty much, and be like, "Well, I'm the true son of Batman. You're you were just a psychic. I'm better than you." He plays off that and it's great. So now I know that we just uh, in our last episode, we were talking about some of the other um, DC shows and this new Gotham show, Gotham Knights. Mm -hmm. Are they going to try and bring that into this whole universe? Or is this going to be another one of those things that's like, hey, just enjoy this until until something else comes out? My understanding was enjoy it until something else comes out. Because when okay. he talked about TV shows, he said going forward, the new TV shows are going to be directly tied into the movies. It's all going to be the same universe. So whatever else is happening out there is either canceled at this point or going to be canceled soon. So enjoy them well, while they last. Glad I brought it up in the last episode then. <laughs> Jeez. <Yep. laughs> yeah. Or So This be Elseworlds properties. This Elseworlds. Yeah. It's a quick fix for that. I like it. But yeah, I'm really excited. That's that's something I've been looking forward to. They teased it at the end of um, the Batman, uh, sorry, the Dark Knight Rises film, you know, because Talia al-, al Ghul does sleep with Batman in that film. They kind of teased the fact that she had slept with him and she probably wasn't dead at the end. Like she was kind of faking it. So they kind of teased it, but they never actually had Damien show up. So this is exciting. It's a new direction, a new story finally for Batman. But I thought... Uh, sorry, maybe now I'm confused. Is or so we're not going with a Pattinson Batman with something like this? No, this is a whole new Batman. So Patton, Pattinson's Batman is in the Elseworlds. It's like a whole separate universe that exists outside. It's oh, just no. Batman. There's not going to be Superman in his universe. There's not going to be anybody else. Aquaman. They don't exist. It's just Batman by himself. <laughs> And Joker 2 will also be its own. Exactly. Thing. And Joker, yeah, it will be his own universe separate from that, too. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Yes, yeah, some things are going to stay like that and kind of confuse it for you. I, I, I was really hoping for a Marvel thing where it could just be straight up all like down the line. Everything's connected. Just everything. 
I think like, that if James Good would would have preferred that, but his hands were kind of tied with some of these it's, other properties. Yeah, it's also part of how what happens when you try to change things midstream rather than thinking like mm-hmm. they're like, oh, James Gunn has a plan for the next ten years, but it's based on the ten previous years as well. Like you know, yeah. you can't just restart it because there's established things already. Like imagine if. Kevin Feige came into Marvel after the first Avengers movie. It would be weird if he tried to get rid of all that stuff and people like, no. So it, it, it's tough. It is. Well, but here's the thing is Marvel had, um, Marvel, Marvel is good. Like, <laughs> well, no, it's they good storytelling. They just it out from the start. You know? They walked instead of ran. DC always tried to run and catch up rather than right. walk. They never decided to walk. And hopefully James Gunn decided to walk. Yes, he needs to take like his it. time. No, I, I think he'll take his time. My my worry is the higher ups, studio heads will at, panic. at HBO. Well, studio head will panic. Like, um, you're not working fast enough, or this this movie didn't hit as big as we thought, so we're just going to mm-hmm. scrap this character or the storyline. It's like, no, you can't do that. You have to let those yeah. build, bad or good. Especially let because a lot mature. of those they, they they've gone through so many like higher ups who run like all of Warner Brothers, and now that's owned by Discovery and. It just becomes dollars and cents, regardless of what fans want or what comic books say or what James Gunn's plan is. Yeah. So hopefully but, I mean, they will be they patient. Can't... If they look at the book of Marvel, just look at the book of Marvel. Like right? I, I don't understand. Like I understand dollars and cents. I get that, but if you've got some of the best superheroes that have been known since the beginning of time at this point, mm-hmm. like you have some of the most original, like superheroes that everybody still loves to this day. Like, yeah, let those superheroes marinate a little bit. And it does it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, part of it is also just the idea of where we are as a society. And some people are superheroed out. Marvel or DC doesn't mean anything. They're just, I've seen a lot of superhero movies. I've kind of had my fill of them, regardless of what company is producing them. Yeah, that too. I'll agree fully because I'm one of them. I mean, That's I'm tough. feeling the fatigue. Remember when we were getting the all those Star Wars like back to back to back? I I felt the Star Wars fatigue, and now I'm feeling superhero fatigue. It'll come and go, I think. No, and it that, will. That's why it depends on the stories. Like, I'm definitely over the origin story. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see an origin of Superman being blasted off of Krypton. I don't want to see Martha Wayne's pearls fall down. I don't want to see any of that stuff. I'm yeah, good. We've, we've done it. <laughs> like his, like so. Another one that's coming out is Supergirl, um, and that is based on a story that just came out like a year ago. So that's really new. That's a really brand new story and a new take on that character as well. So that one I, I really seems liked, a little interesting. Yeah. yeah, that one was probably the most intriguing just of his pitch. Because he didn't pitch that many things, but that one of just having mm. Supergirl being kind of jaded when she comes here. Yeah. It's a different attitude. Much different attitude. And Tom Kane's a great writer, and apparently he is working on, possibly working on the screenplay for this. He kind of was shady about it online, about having to work on a Hollywood project that he wasn't allowed to talk about. It's like, well, <laughs> I think the cat's out of the bag. I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> the screenwriter of the film. So he wrote the comic. He might as well write the screenplay. That's good. That means he's choosing the right people to write these stories. Yeah, and then the Swamp Thing, which 
another Swamp one for Thing me. Swamp Thing is a lesser known character for sure. And just oh, very to much have so. <laughs> his own movie, I mean, all in. Yes. Yes, a fine Alan Moore creation who is fantastic and dark, moody, gory, so good. Did we have a Swamp Thing back in the 80s? No. We had a Swamp Thing TV show a few years ago that didn't do well. That didn't do well. Yeah, I remember no. that. Um, no. Why does Swamp Thing... Swamp Thing is just... It feels like it's in the back of my nostalgia brain. Maybe I'm you thinking Toxic... Of the Black Lagoon? Or Toxic, toxic Avenger or something like that. Yeah, probably think of Toxic Avenger. Tox- which is also yeah, coming that's... out as a movie. Ooh. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> watch the original. Yeah, watch the original. The original's great. It's cheesy, it's fun. <laughs> Have a good time. Super um, cheesy. But yeah, it should be pretty good, but it is going to be very dark. Like I think James Gunn even mentioned that it was, you know, darker, more horror themed, but still tied into. He, he, he uh, mentioned that he wanted to have different, like, thematic choices. It, it's kind of right. what Marvel's dabbling their toe in with their TV shows, of where not everything mm-hmm. is just a traditional kind of advent- action adventure. It feels like they're doing a similar idea where it's going to be part of a shared universe, but it's going to be different thematically. Yes, you're probably. I mean, definitely going to get different directors that are going to have different styles and different takes on characters. Which is what is needed because previously mm-hmm. every DC movie had to have that super dark sepia Zack Snyder effect. I did not care for that. But DC Personally. also needs to find a that that delicate balance of being able to appeal to the younger generation as well. I mean, that's like look sure. at Iron Man and look at look at. I know that I, again, I'm comparing everything to Marvel because that's kind of all I know at this point, but Marvel, like, that's why it was so lasting is you can, you can get a 10 year old and watch that. Like, I'm not going to take a 10 year old and watch Superman versus Batman or anything like that. They won't, they won't sit through that. It's too boring. It's too long. Don't take any age group to see that. No, don't take, but, don't take uh, age group or even or Justice League. I'm sorry. No, Justice no, I League get what you're saying. One. Or yeah. not either. Yeah, yeah just don't take anyone to see any of those films, and it helps. But that's yeah, the, exactly. that's the thing. Like that's the balance that he needs is to be well, able no, to. Like I guess to your point, would you show the Christopher Nolan Batman movies to younger audiences? No, I no, I wouldn't. But that's good writing, though. That's good writing that's that what, can. But that's what James Gunn wants. He wants. It's good to a very specific writing. audience, though. It's a very adult right. audience. Yes. But I, I, to your point, I feel like Marvel. You see kids wanting to dress up at Halloween as Iron Man or Captain America, or Thor or anybody. Yes. They I mean, even DC comics are geared more towards adults than children. If you were right. to read them, mm-hmm. this is a different. I don't know. But could that be Different audience? Yeah, is is that the problem? Is that DC is too adult to where? No, Mm-mm. no, I don't think that's a okay. problem at all. I think it's I, I, bad I, storytelling. I don't okay. know though. Maybe not to the mass market appeal. Right, people. The who... money return, like the return on investment, they're looking for because everything is ROI. That's mm. that's probably the delicate balance. Because he, did well, we have do have an animated show. Risky ideas. I mean, yeah. just to have the authority, which is a bunch of characters that it kind of looks adult. like a combination of Invincible and the boys. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know the source very material, just his very description. Yes. It just, that I was, that's all that I thought about. 
it's uh, it's based on an old image comics uh comic book that merged with dc later so it's very uh adult it's very good by the way sorry what was that called the authority the authority oh okay so is this going to be the all animated no No, this this is is a live action okay this is live action. i'm going over the films first this one is just it says starting a group of characters that think the only way to fix the broken world is to take things into their own hands so again that's the kind of they get messy omni-man view of the world but Mm -hmm. it's also kind of dark and brutal like the boys and they're very underground like they like like people like superman and batman have no idea they exist like they do everything like off the record underground deep state kind of stuff yeah and i'm guessing you you read those comics way back i was like a kid that was like in the early no not early mid 90s i would say okay. back when like wildcat uh yeah they came out back then uh, 93 94 maybe yeah i'm trying to remember so these are old. these are the kind of movies that i'm sitting here thinking of like guardians of the galaxy you know you mm-hmm. get this ensemble group and whatnot yes uh we saw him obviously take a franchise that nobody really knew about and turn it into a massive hit and now i it's almost like he's trying to do it again without using like the justice league or anything that well, anybody I mean, knows really liked his version of suicide squad as well it's the same right kind yeah of lesser known characters exactly yeah but yeah. i feel like suicide squad was fun to an extent i mean it definitely i mean it's it's no marvel but it was a fun little Compared summer movie to dc i would say that it stands out but it definitely if marvel released that movie people would be like oh yeah it's middle of the pack or nothing right. special right yeah <laughs> yeah okay true but you did mention animated and weird cast and so creature commandos is going to be the first show it's actually animated and it comes from James Gunn himself and this one is a very eclectic cast of characters but it does have that art style that just stood out like he showed that one still frame from the comics and I was like okay <laughs> this is distinctive we'll see apparently it's already almost done i guess they've kind of already put it in production so now the I'm interesting guessing it'll be released this year the interesting thing that I found with that was he did mention at that point that the actors that are going to play some of the animated characters are also going to mm-hmm. play live action. So we're probably going to see some of these characters in this cartoon come to real life in maybe a movie or TV show or something like that, which I actually Perfect. found pretty interesting. It it kind of made me want to watch the cartoon yeah, is it going to be a show? Is that what it is? It's a TV show. Yeah. Okay. On HBO Max, I guess. Yeah, I Plus may end Max, up just watching just this because it it might be kind of cool to like you know fall in love with a character and then go, "Oh, that character is just going to be in a movie next." Yeah, I like that idea. I like it. I like keeping it kind of streamlined like that. And, and in then, video games, he did mention, but we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, in video games too. Where there there's a super area that no other franchise really connects with. It's like that's a separate universe. Right. Has been for years, yeah. So, Would we the, the consider fun. Star Wars, though? Star Wars kind of started dabbling into the, the, the video games and kind of intertwining those, maybe? They're dabbling into bringing the mythos in. Okay, yeah. Not necessarily yeah. the characters. Gotcha, yeah. okay. But, uh, <laughs> wink, wink. The fun part next is 
you mentioned HBO Max, and I loved that in the description of these TV shows, it was referenced HBO shows. There is right. Paradise Lost, which is a Game of Thrones style show. <laughs> you it's had to make sure to call that Wonder Woman's like area, but with the Game of Thrones theme. So I was like, okay, so I get the branding of HBO plus the instant recognition in my head of what this could be. Yeah, he even made sure to throw in Westeros in there for good measure. Yeah, like, well, yeah, it's just like Westeros. Even the image that he's showing is like these Wonder Woman type Amazon women with a knife going Amazonians, through a dude's yeah. neck. Yeah, like. It seems like it's going to be pretty gory. If it's if he's saying it's going to be like a Game of Thrones, I, and I see that image, I'm sitting here going, I think I'm all in on this. Yeah, this I'm, be I'm definitely intrigued by that one. <laughs> pretty much. And then there's yeah. Lanterns, which is a true detective-like. I was like, dude, wow, what yeah. is going on? He's like, what other shows on HBO do we have? Oh, yeah, uh, true detective. That's <laughs> what other HBO can't say shows? Mindhunter. No, not Mindhunter. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. We'll go with this instead. We'll go with True Detective. Yeah. Surprised there wasn't some Sopranos or The Wire version of some DC show. <laughs> oh, there will. Next, next phase, phase two, chapter two, whatever they're calling it. But that's, that could be interesting. I mean, obviously, if it actually is as good as True Detective, it could be great. But to also both have Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan as both lanterns. Yeah, rather than always distinct stories. Yeah, I think that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. See? New takes on these things. I like it. Especially because Green Lantern has failed to start since Ryan Reynolds touched it. So to have mm. it just to be a TV show, maybe it's a good place. And what's interesting is he said that this is going to be terrestrial-based. They're not going to be up yeah. in this in this in space flying around, which is kind of the opposite of what James Gunn has done, right? Like, he usually takes these bigger, larger-than-life characters and makes them crazy and over the top. So this is a different approach. I kind of like that. And he says it's going to be very important to the main narrative of this first phase. So whatever they do, whatever they uncover is going to be a big secret to whatever they decide to do phase one. They are policing Earth. They are. From what? Boom, boom, boom. The X-Men. Dark side. um, It's definitely X-Men. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> it's called a joke, people. There's a mutant um, gene. We've discovered it. <laughs> Kevin Feige knocks on his door one morning with a gun pointing at his head. <laughs> and then there's also Viola Davis has been Amanda Waller and a lot of different things. And now she's going to have her own show because Viola Davis is great. And so why not give her latitude to do what she wants? Pretty much. <laughs> Um, she was she in Suicide Squad. Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And she's. They said that she's going to join Peacemaker or something like that. Well, she's oh, in Sherry Peacemaker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was in Peacemaker season one, and then uh, she was outed as being kind of bad. Um, so gotcha. Now everyone knows that she's bad, so that's going to be interesting to see where her story takes her. It's supposed to be a wild story, and this could. It's supposed to feature um, the characters from Peacemaker. So this could be like a Peacemaker. 1.5 whatever you want to call it before they do season two and then it ties into how to get away with murder so oh yes of course <laughs> girl oh booster gold can't forget oh, yeah. about booster gold Sorry, booster gold with the imposter syndrome <laughs> where he's from the future and so he's not really a superhero he just has tech <clears throat> from the future but he's like a loser or something in the future and he comes yep. back no. to the past 
<laughs> and now he's like, like, I like the the premise of it because it's that whole idea of like Leonardo da Vinci was a time traveler. Think how brilliant he would look. Like if you went back right now and you brought your phone with you, people would be like, "What?" Right? Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. you didn't do anything special. You didn't make the phone. You just bought no. it. No. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, look at me. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. I think this is a, a typical James Gunn type character. So I think if anything, he can do very well with this particular character. Especially if we get the right person in the role. Well, I expect to see a whole lot of James Gunn's brother in all this stuff. Oh, sure. So. Of course. <laughs> uh, every movie is going to be... something weird a... looking. Of course. Wasn't he like a weasel in the second Suicide Squad or something like that? Yeah. yeah. He was weasel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The weasel. I mean, his brother's, I'm sure, a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's a good guy. Um. So yeah, that was I think one of the last one. I mean, obviously they're, they're going to keep some of these other shows. Um, yeah, Teen Titans Go, which is still going to be ongoing. That's super popular. You wouldn't want to get rid of that. That's probably a big bread and butter type thing. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see Blue Beetle and Aquaman. How that really ties in because that's after. I guess it happens after the Flashpoint. Um, yeah. The Flashpoint. Yeah. So that means they are definitely sticking around. Well, where does where does this announcement leave you guys with DC? I know that we're all kind of, or at least from what I've understood in the past, talking to you guys, you've both been kind of like meh about DC. Where does this now put your headspace with DC? It's a mixed bag for me. Like I'm super excited for the new stuff that he announced, and I'm super bummed about some of the other stuff that they're keeping. So it's kind of like like the Aquaman and. Right. Like, I, I just don't care about that at all. Right. Um, I don't know anything about the Blue Beetle yet. That could be great. So that that might be fine. But I don't care about Shazam at all. And the Flashpoint stuff just sits, doesn't sit well with me. So don't care about that. But I'm like, but I'm finally getting some of my favorite storylines by Grant Morrison in live action. So it's like, I almost, I'm okay with everything else. <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest, like, I'm too happy for that to finally happen. So, all right. And Trevor? I just want the Bat family on screen. Yeah. No, I feel like it's that tempered excitement. Just like, you know when Stranger Things tempered season four yeah. ended? And I was like, I- I'm all in on Stranger Things. And then it's like coming in 2024. Right. By like, then I do? don't care. Like it's, it's cool years. that a new Superman is being launched. But July of 2025? You're going to have to remind me. Because mm-hmm. I can't be excited <laughs> for that today. There's too much stuff between now and then. There's a lot of stuff coming out. But that's that. the only problem. There's we talked about all the stuff coming out this year. Right. And we still have to finish old legacy stuff this year to reset me even being excited and forgot that they're rebooting everything. It's it's a weird dichotomy of thing of like be excited down the road. We're still releasing stuff in the meantime that is the same stuff you didn't like previously, just sequels. It's it's a tough thing to like I'm happy that DC's finally, like, I'm not the type of person to be Marvel DC camp. I could care less. I like good stuff. I, right, I really don't way. care what the franchise generates it. Give and me so good I'm story. excited for them to, like, I love Superman. I love Batman. I love all those different stories. So for them to finally do good versions again, all in. But it just, it takes a while to get there. And in the meantime, we're going to have, like, Secret Wars and... Kang is going to be on full display in the Marvel Universe. Like, 
I'll be excited once we get to 2025, but think of how far Marvel's going to be full on onto Phase 6 by then. Fantastic Four and X-Men are probably yeah. going to be all in. It's 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 a by tough point, It's yeah. a lot of attention to draw to you, and that's not even mentioning all the TV shows that are going to come out in the meantime. But competition is good. Competition is good. It, it so, looks yeah. good for Marvel. Hopefully they generate more stories. Because yeah, they've been they were talking about... The most viewed superhero shows of 2022, and they're mm-hmm. like, "The Boys was number one," and I'm like, "Well, that checks yeah. out." I was like, and they're like, "Oh, it's because Marvel's just releasing garbage," and I was like, "Well, 2022 is what Moon Knight, um, She-Hulk, and Miss Marvel. It's not exactly the strongest set of Marvel things. If you took three properties out of Marvels at right. once, that's probably not going to be their class A tier titles. And I enjoyed those just fine, <laughs> but they're not just your best fine. of the best. Yeah. They're right. just yeah. fine, but they were just fine. They're not the boys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. They're just not. So, and if the boys are doing that well, then I think DC is going to be just fine. Going. A There's definitely harder. attention for it, but yeah. with mentioning the boys as a standout, it's worth noting that of the top 20 original streaming shows, The Boys and Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power were the only two things that are on Netflix. Hmm. <laughs> so wow. Netflix kind of owns everything. <laughs> they really wow. still do, huh? <laughs> That's yeah. pretty I mean, wild to think Wednesday about. Wednesday this year, and they also had, uh, or last year I should say, and then they also had Stranger Things new season so many people um, subscribe to netflix that they make trends themselves yeah they like no one do. would peg wednesday is going to be the biggest hottest thing right but netflix generates their own buzz they have a brilliant marketing machine that just generates upon itself yeah. think how big squid game was no one knew yeah. about that show i will say i think a lot of it too is a lot of people like to do those and and hey maybe there's something in this is uh, Netflix has people out there that they're hiring, like, for instance, TikTokers and stuff like that, doing silly dances and saying, right. oh, I got this dance from from Wednesday. And right. now everybody's doing the dance from Wednesday. And it's like, I think I need to watch this Wednesday show. What is this all about? Or like, there's a whole nother dance or something. Oh, uh, Matilda has this dance. I don't know if you guys have seen Matilda yet. I I personally haven't. It's hers good. I do hers good. That's the thing is like yeah. That's another thing. All I see is that dance of the girl jumping through the door and doing the dance, and it's like this is everywhere. It's a (laughs) TikTok dance, but it it puts Matilda in your head. It puts Wednesday in your head. It's almost like someone's hiring people to go out there and say. Hey, influencer, uh-huh. do a stupid uh-huh. dance. Netflix knows where to spend their money. It, it's got to be. It has to be. I mean, <laughs> I think can't of the entertainment it. algorithms that Netflix has created since they launched. They probably have cataloged entertainment more than any company around. Mm. And to use that and extrapolate it out for short form videos is probably an easy connection because there's less data to analyze. If it's a 15-second video versus a two-hour movie, it must be much easier to classify and categorize. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. my Fortnite collab with TikTok on their dances. There's Smart a big move. thing to <laughs> HBO Max is going to become Max. It's going to combine with Discovery. And that's why it's difficult mm. to be like, I'm going to be excited for something coming out in 2025. There's yeah. going to be a lot of stuff in the meantime. And 
Discovery and HBO are going through quite an adventure themselves. There's no guarantee that within those 10 years that James Gunn has planned out that Discovery owns Warner Brothers and DC is still under the same umbrella. Yeah, because I mean, if the first couple movies of his take a bomb, they're going to be like, eh, let's let's just scrap this whole superhero thing and we'll look and at it again. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. Yeah, let's look at it again in 20 years when the right. trend sparks right back up. Yeah, just, I hope they don't go down that road and be like, okay, now put put 12 TikTok dances in your first movie. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, no. I don't want to sit through that. <laughs> I just no. don't. <laughs> Oh. I have a feeling Shazam's going to be that way. Oh, God. That's what the not. first one did. He flossed in the trailer for That's like yes, a year did. before the movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a full year. God, that marketing was forever. Well, I one. did look up what Zachary Levi said. Now I understand. <laughs> yeah, it was unfortunate timing. Who knows what's going <laughs> yeah, through that guy's head. Like James Gunn mentioned it. He's like, I'm not going to agree with everything that all of our creative team says. It's just the timing of it. Like James Gunn didn't say yeah. that, but literally if you're going to say something, don't do it right a month before your movie's coming out. Yeah. I, oh, be smart. Real. Because it, and that was the problem is like, it really didn't even need to be said. It didn't need to be said. What he said was so dumb. Like, so dumb. it was <laughs> like, like, like what Blanc said. So dumb. It, it was unearthed three... other stuff. Three or that's four words. That's what it did. That's what it did. It unearthed all the other stuff and it made it worse. It's like, oh, okay. Man, <laughs> so dude. good luck, Shazam. I mean, the, the trailer looked like the worst movie ever made. So I'm not going to say the worst movie ever made. <laughs> uh, but pretty close. I mean, Aquaman exists. That's true. All right. <laughs> fair, fair point. <laughs> but I will. Shaz- here's what Shazam looked for me. For me, it mm-hmm. looked like um, Space Jam. Space Jam 2. Yeah, let's let's throw let's let's take let's take the dragons from this HBO show Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Let's throw that in there. Let's take all these gods like from Thor. Let's throw those in there. Let's do. That's how it felt. But give it the budget of a CW show. Yeah, or maybe worse. I'm sorry, CW is actually a little bit better than that trailer. (laughs) Anyways, God, that movie looks terrible. But uh, good luck. All right. To them on that. So just before we wrap up here, I wanted to let people know that you do have a couple of years before these films come out. So please, you have time now. Unlike Marvel, you can actually read these comic books. Um, go read uh, the Batman and Son comic books by Grant Morrison. Go read All-Star Superman, which is what probably is going to be based on for Superman. Read these books now. That way you'd be like, oh, I know what this story is about. And you can be just like uh, we were for Marvel. Also, if you don't want to read those books... No, don't read them. (laughs) If you don't want to read those books, there are some great uh, YouTube channels that actually will go through the entire series, and it'll give you everything from... And sometimes they even change their voices like a mom and dad does to their baby birds. You don't want to do that because the money (laughs) you spend on those books goes to the artists and the artists don't make much money. So give them the royalties. These guys are good people. Like my buddy Mick Gray who inked those. Please. Uh, Wait, Mick Gray. Friend of the show. Mick Gray. Friend of the show. Past past, uh, guest. Go back and listen to our Mick Gray episode. There you go. Actually, isn't that on... Was that on Mixer? 
No, it's so be we, on YouTube. YouTube. Oh my god, I don't okay. remember. All oh of them god, eventually got uploaded to YouTube. Okay, wow, that was a long time ago. Mixer. Oof. That was that was the height of the pandemic. Forgot yeah. about Mixer. Yeah, way yeah. better than Twitch. God, Mixer was um, so much more fun. Yeah. Oh well. Rip. That's what happens when times change. So, again, temper your excitement. Who knows what twenty twenty five will hold? <laughs> Enjoy yeah, this year. Scrapped by then. <laughs> <sighs> takes what one bomb know, what i do know is that ant-man comes out on february 17th that's all that i can look past i can't look past that date okay there you go <laughs> prog which one are you most excited for oh the brave and the bold for sure Grant Morrison, like, his run yeah. so good top notch. i feel like a lot of people just from browsing online just the bat family is probably the biggest trending thing everyone wants every everyone's been wanting it for years yeah do it i think yeah, if i was to fine. choose uh something that i'm excited i want to see i want to I, I think flashpoint i want to see how they're going to mm. change everything the, i mean from All what right. he says it's going to change everything i want to see how they go about doing that change i'm All actually right. gonna agree with that because that comes this july so it's not super oh, far there you go. <laughs> is it that soon yeah, this July. I think so. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that is soon. Okay, that's it's great. Machete. It should be. It'll be a good film, I think. Regardless, so. I mean, I'm definitely intrigued. That, because I'm most intrigued just from the Marvel lens that this big, gigantic, huge point has been predicted to happen since Wandavision, and I don't know how many things have come out since then, but it still hasn't happened. So for them to say it's coming <laughs> literally in this movie, at least I know what I have to watch and I will get the reveal. There you go. <laughs> you know, for gonna a fact, be, it's going to happen. I'm going to be so sad when you are disappointed by that movie. I'm not going <sighs> to be disappointed. I think it's going to be hot garbage. Oh, I'm okay. Intrigued. So... I feel like it's going to be an yeah, epic you said the word train intrigued. wreck. <laughs> really? Wow. I've never I seen think... someone get so excited to watch heart, hot garbage. Oh, train wrecks, man. Have you, you not met Trevor? away from him. <laughs> I, did, I, I thought he was being genuine, that he was excited to actually watch a Marvel movie, but it sounds like he's yeah, just excited movie? to watch this. Wait, no, I'm I'm talking Ant-Man. Oh, you're talking about Ant-Man? Oh, yeah. okay. I'm excited for Ant-Man. Yeah, but Why? you just said it's going to be hot garbage. No, the Flashpoint. No, Flashpoint, See, now, it's, now we're all confused. All <laughs> of our, you. All of no, our it's listeners. It's easy. <laughs> Ant-Man excited. Flashpoint hot garbage. <laughs> okay. Well, well Alex we isn't going to do well with the new DCEU. I'm not oh, going to do well at all, man. Don't know <laughs> when Batman's going to just show up randomly. <laughs> what is he That's doing right. here? What? <laughs> he wasn't Batman the last one? Where's Joaquin Phoenix? What's happening? <laughs> Oh, I still haven't seen that Joker movie. Oh, oh Alex. I know I should have, but I haven't. Let's get out of here. Yeah, Let's I'm tired. Well, to everyone listening, what are you most excited for? Any of it? All of it? Something in particular? Let us know, because there's a long time for you to let us know before this stuff actually comes out. So you can listen to this episode in two years, and it will still be before most of this happens. So it will still be fresh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's a hard thing to think about. Can we just Until repost then, this episode? <laughs> we hope you enjoy, and we'll talk to you next time. Prog out. Adios, y'all. <laughs>